Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR. You're listening in on 8.55am, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au online. My name's Lauren and from the Brainwaves team today we have Terry and Steph and today we are going to be talking about Wellways Well Together program. So Wellways Australia is on a mission to build a more inclusive and accepting world from the ground up. We are providing free community workshops to help build an understanding of mental illness in schools, sporting groups and in workplaces. Workshops are delivered by specially trained and accredited instructors all with their each own experience of mental health challenges. Each workshop also includes a first-hand account from a person with a lived experience of mental health issues and recovery. The workshops have a strong emphasis on understanding the experiences of others. They'd normally cost hundreds of dollars, but we deliver them for free thanks to the support of the Australian Government Department of Social Services through the National Disability Insurance Agency. So today on the show, we're going to be talking to Andy, who is the Community Education Program Manager and is involved in designing, writing, delivering community education programs at Wellways. And in addition to this, we're going to be also talking to Stephen, who has extensive knowledge and experience across the mental health sector and is involved in advocacy, program program facilitation, peer helper, and has been a lived experience speaker at Wellways for the past six years. So thank you so much, Andy and Stephen, for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Great. Um, Andy, can you explain very broadly for our listeners who Wellways Australia is? Yeah, of course. We are a um, disability support service and we also work with mental health uh, people who are experiencing issues in that. We provide uh, direct support, but we also, and it's the area that I work in, we also provide peer programs and community education programs um, trying to increase understanding of the impacts of disability um, or mental health issues uh, and recovery. Thank you. Great. So um, what is your role within Wellways and how did you get involved in community education? I actually, I've got a background as a high school teacher and I've always had a passion for mental health as well. Um, I have my own experience of mental health issues and recovery. So um, I was really lucky to find a position at Wellways in the community education team and yeah, so I'm, I'm managing this program, which is called Well Together. So I was involved in the development of the workshops um, and then also have been sort of uh, looking after the, the whole project. So organising and admin and all those sorts of fun aspects. Yeah, great. Thanks, Andy. And um, can you tell us about the free Well Together community workshops that Wellways are offering at the moment? Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> Our... The workshops are aimed at com- for community groups, yeah. so pre-existing community groups, and it's about exploring ways that 
within their community they could be more inclusive and more supportive for people who are experiencing mental health issues or have experienced them. Um, But also to get an understanding that mental health is something that we all need to talk about um, and that we can all, that it impacts us all. So, yeah, it's an exploration of that. Thank you. Great. And would you be able to elaborate a little bit more on what the purpose of these workshops is? Yeah, so we're really focused on creating more inclusive communities. Um, We want to... It's not necessarily about educating, it's more about just opening up the floor for discussion about the things that are important to all people, not just those who experience mental health problems. Um, So it's, it's great. It's about looking at and finding strategies for ways to be more accepting and more supportive. Um, Also trying to break down some of the stigma that exists around mental health issues. Mm. Um, So really trying to address those things in a very non-confrontational way. It's a a real, um, it's a really empowering and uplifting discussion-based workshop. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. And can you tell us about uh, a little bit more about exactly what the workshops involve? Yeah, so it's they're fun actually. It's um, we've got lots of interactive um, activities. So where we are asking the um, people who attend to uh, to imagine the best kind of community, and then to Um, work out, okay, how can we make that a reality? So we look at um, some of the mental health statistics. We talk about how mental health, um, we all know someone who's who's had some struggles. We may have had struggles ourselves. What were the things that work and what does evidence tell us work in supporting people um, in their recovery? So, um, yeah, we do interactive discussions. We do some... um, lots of group um, work and yeah and of course we also have which is always the highlight of every workshop we always have a presentation from someone who has an experience mental health issues and recovery and that's where Stephen's going to talk a bit more about later in the show. Yeah thank you um who are the workshops uh, aimed at normally so who typically attends them? We've we've had so many different people. We've actually um, run a hundred of these workshops already across the country, which is pretty cool, from as far north as Mackay all the way down the eastern seaboard across to Warrnambool. So um, it's been amazing. We've also got another 64 already booked, which is great. It's like there's a lot of demand. And we've been in so many different... um, uh, context, I guess. We've been with like universities and TAFEs and education providers, but then we've had health um, health support services, we've had libraries, employment agencies, councils, cricket clubs, footy netball clubs. Uh, we had men's sheds, women's sheds, uh, community houses. We even had um, a, a great workshop that we ran out at the Leisure Centre in Hawthorne a few months ago and um, it was great. We had all the staff there so we all got together and talked about how we, how that Leisure Centre could be more inclusive and it was it went really, really well. So all types of people. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, you've given us a, um, a great range there and you might like to elaborate just a little bit more about where the workshops are run. You've mentioned the community health centres mm. and quite a few places. Yeah, so we've had heaps, like I said, heaps of different um, venues. We will go anywhere and everywhere, basically. Um, it's best if we work with a pre-existing group. Um, so if you had a sports club or if you were, um, you know, your, your rotary groups or your apex or lions or um, anything like that, even your workplace, if you wanted to have um, this workshop, we'll come to you. We um, deliver the workshop um, free of charge, which is brilliant because it's normally not free. Um, yeah. Yes. Great. Anyway, thank you. Wonderful. Um, I know you've mentioned a few of the benefits of these workshops, um, but what does Wellways hope the outcome will be from offering these workshops in groups like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, what we're aiming for is is a society where all people are treated equally and and shown respect, um, and where we interact with people. from a place of curiosity and where we want to learn about each other rather than assume we already know what the experiences are of everybody else. So we're looking for a more inclusive community mm. and, and we think a great way to do that is to approach these community groups who um, are, you know, they're the backbone of all of our mm. society. So let's start there and, yeah, work up from there. Yeah, Thanks. And... Um, can you tell people how they can go and attend a workshop if they'd like to? Yeah, so if you're interested in hosting one of these workshops or you'd like us to come and, and work with your community group, then you can call us. So you can call 1300 111 Um And then if you ask to speak to someone about the Well Together workshops, um, or there's also on our website, if you go to wellways.org and then you look in our services, there's a section called Well Together and there's an inquiry form that you can fill out and then we'll call you. So it's pretty easy to go ahead and mm-hmm. look, the workshops are suitable for anywhere between 10 and 20 people. Like I said, we come to you. We can cater and work with your requirements, you know, so we can actually fit it in to your timeframes and things like that. So we're very flexible and, yeah, I encourage you all to ring me and book one. Thanks, Thanks, Andy. Thank you. So now we're going to talk to Stephen a little bit. Uh, Can you tell us a bit about your involvement with the Well Together workshop, Stephen? Yeah, sure, Steph. Uh, I see my um, involvement with... uh, the workshops as being the um, the component that puts the face to to mental health and and uh, put that um, element of um, hope and um, recovery. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I see that um, that that's my opportunity to get up on the soapbox and try and help normalise. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great. Can you share with our lis- listeners a little bit about your personal experience with mental illness, Stephen? Oh, geez, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, sure. The um, my my um, mental health is something that I've I've lived with all my life. Um, uh, depressive psychosis um, as a child, um, and um, addiction, dual diagnosis, uh, and. Yeah, so it's something that I've had to um, uh, 
manage on a ongoing day-to-day basis all my life. Do you want to tell us a bit about um, how you got that depressive psychosis in the sort of background? Uh, yeah, probably um, uh, predisposition. Uh, my, the uh, predis- predisposition within uh, my immediate family and extended family is um, huge. And uh, uh, I was also born with asthmatical pneumonia, so there was a lot going on with um, uh, not breathing and things like that. So there was a lot of biological things happening and there was a lot of nurturing things happening. I was, um, I was uh, born into a extremely poor home uh, a lot of violence, a lot of uh, different abuses were occurring. Um, and so um, there was many layers of um, impact on my life mm. and, and trying to understand and, and cope with those things. And as a young person, particularly in those pre-teen years, um, trying to understand what was happening to me. Yes. Mm. And uh, not getting any clarity at all, um, whether it be from the health sector or... Uh, my parents. Uh, mm. uh, it was very difficult to. Um, in talking to my mother, my, I'd ask my mum about, you know, why I was I experiencing, you know, these um, thoughts and actions, and uh, she could really not understand. But thinking that um, that I was talking about when when it was night, and I was asleep, and she said, "Oh, they're just bad dreams, nightmares," and mm. she, she could never really get the grasp of that it was uh, 24-7. The days were the same as the mm. nights, the nights were the same as the days, and, uh, mm. yeah, so. Mm. So I guess coming from that background where there may not have been that understanding of something that hasn't been talked about as um, as kind of openly, I guess, or normalised, like you said, how do you think uh, sharing your lived experience with others has made an impact on your life? Yeah, uh, it's made an enormous impact on my life uh, in terms of my recovery. Mm. As um, the um, in being able to um, contribute and and having uh, my understanding that uh, all of what's gone before has not been for, hasn't been for for nothing. Mm. That um, those people can resonate and understand um, and take away. Things that uh, and keep things from what I, what I um, have to offer, mm. and and that's given me a, a great uh, um, a great feeling of connection and mm. um, and worth. Yeah, yeah, wonderful, fantastic. And how important do you think it is for people such as you, Stephen, to continue breaking down mental health stigma? Uh, I think it's um, paramount. I really do. I think uh, I, uh, for me, it was really difficult to come out, so to speak, um, you know, um, me being born in the 16th century and <laughs> being prehistoric, um, um, it was very uh, gentlemen of my age group uh, uh, said to, you know, what do you mean, you're depressed, um, go and kick a football or build a chook shed or whatever <laughs> and and uh, not really understand um, what, it, what it's about. Um, so it was really difficult for me, um, but... Uh, I think it needs more people of my age group mm. to um, come out and speak and normalise um, uh, disability, um, addiction, uh, mental health, all, all those um, areas of life that are marginalised 
and when it comes to health, I I really I don't know that I'll see it in my lifetime, but I'd really like to see uh, a time when uh, health is health. Mm. Breaking down maybe like physical and mental health as like different. Yeah, absolutely. Treated Steph, differently. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're um, not referred to as medical um, health or um, physical health or mental health. Mm. Um, there's a health issue and the only time it needs to be drilled down, have a name put to it, is when a diagnosis is being made or a treatment is being applied. Mm. Uh, otherwise, um, you know, it's just um, health. Mm. And, you know, uh, we are made up, everybody has mental health, mm. whether it be... Um, no matter where it sits on the spectrum. Mm. Yeah. And um, I think that, um, yeah, I'm no different to anyone else. Mm. And to be made to feel uh, less of a person uh, mm. is quite excruciating mm. in trying to cope with that. Yeah. Uh, particularly uh, in those uh, younger times when mm. uh, the acute chaos was happening. Mm. Yeah. And it does, like, to, to hear someone speak openly about a lived, like, experience with mental health does, I mean, as someone, like, you know, hearing your story or stories of people like yourself, um, I think does, is really powerful in saying, no, this is just an experience of health. It's not, it's not just a diagnosis or it's not just a medical kind of situation. It's, yeah, it's someone's, like, life and it's, everyone experiences that in some yeah, kind of... Yeah, exactly right. I, I um... Uh, with um with the recovery um it's nice to be able to um and it's feedback that i get quite often about um about recovering mm. about people saying you know that um there is hope and that there um there is a life that can be well lived mm. uh, so uh, some of the um yeah, the positive stuff that I've seen. Yeah. yeah, thank you for sharing that. Uh, what, what has been some of the feedback you've received from people you have shared your lived experience with? Yeah, it's been really uh, varied um, from the many presentations I've done from, in, in different types of group, community groups, um, uh, doctors or um, psychology students, mm. uh, school students, um, a really broad range of um, people and... and um, the uh, feedback I, I get it's very difficult for me to understand what what I'm what I'm giving or what they're taking away. Um, so feedback, mm. uh, whether it be written or verbal, is very important so that I can understand, you know, what I need to deliver or, or you know what it is that um, is valuable. Yeah. Um, but um, the um, the lived experience. Um, uh, I suppose the greatest feedback I've had is um, talking with a class of uh, students, um, psychology students, at the DAC Centre. Um, uh, which that's, they, uh, that, that's an art gallery at, at yeah, Melbourne yeah. University? Yeah, it's an yeah. Art, uh, art gallery, um, uh, understanding mental health through art. Um, Cunningham Dax being seen as the um, grandfather of... Um, uh, Australian psychiatry. Uh, but, uh, talking about um, touched on suicide, and at the end, at the end of the uh, workshop, uh, I was sitting in, at the back of, of the uh, room, and I felt a presence. And I was, uh, 
a young lady standing there and um, she said, do you mind if I um, speak? I said, no, 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 not at all. And she said, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate what you had to say. Um, my father um, uh, took his life last year and uh, and I, I, said, I said, would you like to sit down? And said, yeah, anyway, um, I, I just asked her, you know, did, did she feel that she was loved by her father? And she said, yes. And I said, well, he did. And you do understand it's a health issue. And nobody commits suicide. It's not, it's not a criminal event. Mm. And uh, he, he, you need to keep those feelings of that, that love that your father had for you. Mm. It's, it's, it's extremely real. Anyway, uh, but the greater part of that conversation was that for the next 10 minutes or so, uh, we did not have a word that we were sitting next to each other, but we communicated heavily. Mm-hmm. And it was a really nice experience, uh, I believe, for both of us. Um, yeah, so uh, when I get those, that's, that's, the, um, that's what I get to take away. That's what helps me in recovery. Mm. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's, uh, that's the value I see. Yeah, know? thank yeah. you for sharing that example of connection. Like you mentioned earlier, that connection is one of the one of the... Connection yeah. is one of the things that you said that you take away from sharing yes, your experience. Yeah, so that's amazing yeah, yeah. to Connection, hear. Thank Connection, you. Connection, I think it's um, it's extremely important. With with Wellways, we um, uh, we work with the, what, what's known as the, the Chime model, and that's an acronym for uh, connect, connection, hope, um, identity, meaning in the life, and empowerment. Mm. And I think that those. Um, those words ex- 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 extended to their end conclusion for the individual are uh, extremely powerful, and they're, that's, totally. they're, the, they're the words that keep me moving on in recovery mm. um, to make sure that that light of hope is kept, you know, not just flickering but burning bright mm. and um, being empowered by um, uh, providers such as Wellways to allow me to do this sort of work. Uh, and, and which gives me meaning mm. and really underpins the hope and uh, I'm connected right here in this mm-hmm. room. So it's, mm. um, yeah, it gives my life some fulfilment. Yeah, mm. yeah thank mm. you. Thank you so much, Stephen and Andy as well, for joining us on the show today and sharing with our listeners what the Well Together program is and how it can help people out there in the community. It's been wonderful to have you both on the show. Thanks. Yeah, it's thank been you very much. Great, great. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, not a problem. Also, Radiothon is coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Our show will be on the 13th of June. And for Brainwaves, we're hoping to raise $1,200 to keep our show and our voices on air. If you'd like to donate, you can call 94198377 or head to 3cr.org.au. So that's all we have time for on Brainwaves today. Um, our podcast can be found online at 3cr.org.au slash brainwaves and on our website as well, brainwaves.org.au. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday at 5pm. Stay tuned for Renegade Economists. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.